0: Let everybody that has breath, everything that has breath, praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Good morning, everybody. Good Good to see you.
1: Yes. Amen.
0: Oh, I just have to share my few experiences this morning uh, so you can have something to laugh at. Please laugh at my experiences and not me, you know. Hurts my (laughs) self-esteem. So I get up uh, bright and early this morning, enthused about something that uh, the Lord had given me in a dream last night, which for me is extremely rare that I have a dream about something spiritual. (laughs) Either that or I'm very slow to be able to (laughs) interpret the dream or maybe interpolate it. So anyway... I got this uh, thought, I was uh, trying to share in my dream, I'm trying to share with somebody the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I've got my Bible open, and I can't find the verses that I want to share with them. I'm looking in 1 Corinthians 4, and I know that's the wrong chapter, but I can't seem to put it together. And I go back and forth, seems like for quite a bit of time, and I'm sitting there and I'm starting to get frustrated. And I never did get an answer. So I know that sounds real spiritual so far. <laughs> but then I pulled out my sermon notes and I thought, there's something in that. And so as so often happens, I, I go to 1 Corinthians 4 to see what might be there. And I got a verse immediately. Wow. Then I looked at my study Bible, and I saw the notes that I had on it from, I don't know when. And it just kind of grew from there about something to add to the message. And so I get all this stuff together, and I've got the... (laughs) Where is the power? And I've got notes from the deal down in Texas and last week here, and notes that I had made yesterday in my hours of study yesterday and putting things together and assimilating the message and, you know, recapping a little bit of last week and then taking it brand new this week. I know that all sounds boring, but <laughs> that's what I was doing this morning. And I remembered at, when I got ready, when I, I saved the notes.
1: Yes.
0: yes. Amen. Save yeah. the notes just yeah. like you're supposed to. Yes. <laughs> <clears throat> That's the end of the good news. Anyway, you normally print that. So then then I pull the scripture verses out of my notes and send them to Brad. Right. Okay. Very simple, right? I've done it scores, scores of times. Yes. No big deal. Well, I remember that my printer at home is out of toner. Mm-hmm. And see, I've got a backup printer with the same, it's the same model and everything with toner in it, so I go to pull the toner out of it, and it's empty too. I had a guy staying with me a couple of months ago for a couple of months. I think he may have run it out and didn't remember to tell me. So I don't have any toner at home, so it's real simple. I'll just go ahead and put it in the printer queue for the printer here at the office. No biggie, right? Okay. So I do that, I thought. And so, and um, in, in when I was doing the different things this morning, the different documents, I had seen things pop up in Windows uh, Outlook that I had never seen before. Oh, nice. And it all was, you know, instead of, in, in Windows Word, in, instead of saying save, it says, do you want to make a copy? And so, well, yeah, I'll make a copy. Well, when you do that, it goes to the latest version. So I had wiped out my notes. I still had the scripture verses, but I wiped out my notes. And then there's a way to pull up previous saved copies. Well, none of that worked. (laughs) And so I get here and I thought, oh, praise the Lord, at least I could print it at the office because I... Don't, but I don't have this in my computer any longer except in the printer queue. And I know there's got to be a way to take it out of the printer queue and put it in the right printer, but I haven't found that out yet. I, put, I have a printer, I have two printers in my <laughs> the print two screen that are the exact same models except one of them is followed by copy one. I didn't use that one. I used the other one with the same MFC7860DW on it. <laughs> So I have it in a printer queue that I don't have a printer for. And so I don't have any notes today. So we're just gonna uh, have fun. No, I've actually got the scripture verses, so. <laughs> but it's, it's like, you gotta be kidding me, you know? And this is the one that I've got the notes for my dream. So anyway, we're still gonna get through there because the Holy Spirit didn't forget anything. Amen. That's so true. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that with you, one of my life experiences, you know. So it reminds me of when I was a sophomore in college. I was attending the University of Texas at Arlington at that time. And I was taking a course in American history, and I had this really awesome professor. It's back in the old days when you actually got learning, you got to learn at college, you know. Yes. And uh, he's always talking about trials and tribulations, trials and tribulations this and that. So we got ready to write a term paper. I wrote my paper, which back then I would say I was pretty decent, but not nearly as good as I have been 40 years later or whenever. <laughs> anyway, I wrote it and I thought, I'm going to name this Trials and Tribulations in American History. And so I did. I got the A. <laughs> so this morning, we're going to take a situation and make it a trial and tribulation and walk through it in the empowering of the Holy Spirit yeah. and preach yeah. the gospel. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> Glory to God. Yeah. I am yeah. not moved for what I don't see any longer. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm still going to work on that and see if I can get those notes pulled out.
1: Yeah, amen.
0: <laughs> but praise the Lord. And some of you go, what huh, is he talking about? <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I even got on the internet this morning and it tells you how to do that. And it, Might as well be telling me how to... And it really looks simple. The answer looked very simple. Four steps. (laughs) Nah, second one didn't work. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this day you've given us to glorify you, to praise you, to honor you, and walk through all situations with the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, the joy of the Lord. We thank you, Father God, that we are not moved by the weather on the outside. We're just moved by the weather on the inside, which is righteousness and joy and peace and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, we started this uh, three or four part message last week. Where is the power? Where is the power? As I mentioned, the church, excuse me, the world is crazy. Yep. How many of you've noticed that the world's crazy?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. More than it was 10 years ago, five years ago, even four years ago. <laughs> and I think a lot of that really is a responsibility and the fault of, or fault of and responsibility of the church at large. And that is by and large, the responsibility and fault of what comes out of the pulpit. Yep. And so we talked about uh, in 2 Timothy, uh, verses 4, starting with verse two, uh, chapter 4, verse 2, uh, about preach the word, as Paul told Timothy, preach the word instant, in and out of season, and admonish, rebuke, and encourage the people. And I shared the fact that a lot of people are getting messages, and you can see them on, on YouTube all the time, where there's encouragement. Shall I say that or not? I just stay in my lane, you know. I just want to encourage you about today. I better stop, hadn't I? I just have too much fun doing that. But the fact of it is the, the Word of God, when preached under the anointing of God, will bring admonishment and correction yeah. as well as encouragement. Yes. I don't yeah. do that. The Word does. Yeah. The Word of God is alive. The word of God is powerful. Yes. The word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. Yes. Piercing, dividing asunder, soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and yes. is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Yes. Hebrews 4.12. Yeah. And yeah. verse 4.13 in the mm. in the King James says, We are all open with him we, whom we have to do. Oh, I left a word out. We are naked and open. Yes. Before yeah. him yeah. with whom we have to do. Yep. Yeah. The Word of God will go into a man or woman on the inside, and it will affect everything about you if you allow it to, if you want to believe it, if you want to accept it. Or you can say, no, no, God. Right. That, according to the Old Testament, makes you a fool.
1: Mm.
0: You know? Right. So the whole idea here is I want to encourage you, every one of you, as you're sharing with people, to be able to share the Word of God, not a couple of verses here and there, right. but the Word of God.
1: Yeah.
0: Th- that's what's important, to get contextual meaning out of it, to get a, yes. the, the fullness of it. Don't just throw a verse at somebody. Oh, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, whosoever shall believe in him should not perish but have life eternal. That's good, but what, what does that mean? Yeah. Okay, what happened in the garden? What happened at the cross and resurrection? And what does that mean to you today? See, that's what's important, that they have an understanding. I used to say in the car business when I was in that last millennial, you know, I tell all the car people, salespeople, I said, I wish I could just put a neon sign on all of your customers' forehead that says, what does this mean to me? I had a guy from the insurance business that came in and he was telling somebody, just this new guy, he'd been through all the study manuals and everything, you know. and he's saying, our Ford LTD has 1.4 inches more hip room than a Chevrolet Impala. And he went on statistically So after he was through, I said, you and me need to have a little sit down here. So what? So what does 1.4 inches mean hip room in the rear seat that we have over our competition? Say we have more hip room in the rear seat. That's what people want to hear. They don't care about your 1.4 inches, you know. And, and the, the other things, what does it mean that they have power windows? Now, today, you know, most cars have that. But back then, that was an option, and not all cars had it. That means, you know, you can control all four windows from the driver's seat. You can lock the ones that, you, that are the other doors if you want to. And this makes it a real nice convenience for you, especially get in a, in a car in a hot summer day. You can crack the, the back windows about four inches, turn the air conditioner on high, blow that hot air out, and you'll cool your car off so much quicker. Things like that are what people need to know. What does this mean to me? What does the gospel mean to me? What is the message that Jesus Christ has? What does that mean to me? And what does it mean to those that I love and care about and the people I run across? I had a, I got a text the other night at 1230 a.m. from one of our church people.
1: I don't see him here
0: today either. And uh, he, 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 uh, he wants to know, what's the scripture that says God is God? I said, well, that's kind of an open-ended question here, you know, and I went back and forth with him a little bit. And I gave him a few things, and I gave him a lot of questions. And I said, you know, that's they want Scripture because a lot of people don't care about Scripture, okay? But you can give them a Scripture without giving them a Scripture. You can give them what Scripture means, what Scripture proves, what Scripture says. And you can give them some philosophy you want to just about, well, how do you think all this stuff got here? You know, even the scientists say it was a big boom. I happen to be in love with Big Boomer. You know, there's a lot of things you can do depending on the person. And, you know, you can make it fun, exciting, or you can make it real serious for the pipe-smoking enthusiast who wants to know that exactly what is going on here. Would you please explain it all to me? Whatever it is. This is the fun of with being with people. You know, people are lovable. Some of them just don't act like it. And it's so fun to see the the walls come down. The walls break. Yeah. But the whole point here is we need to be able to convey the gospel, the essence of it, to anybody, anytime. And sometimes it'll be when you're least expecting it. Okay? So what, what we're saying is let's preach the word. And you don't have to... Be like Pastor Kelly in front of one person and go, I'm here to tell you today that the Lord Jesus Christ wants you, sinner, to come over to the kingdom of God. Amen. Be nice and soft and sweet like me.
1: Some people know better, right?
0: But that's the, the, the truth and that's the joy of the whole thing. And the purpose of it is, is to get the word in people. Because the word is released. We have a promise from God that says that my word will go forth and accomplish what it's sent to do. It will yes. prosper in what it please. Amen. It will not fade. Remember we read that one last week? We read about the, gla- uh, the grass uh, uh, <coughs> fraying and the flower withering. Yeah. <laughs> And we know that the Word of God's not like that. Right. It's alive. But it needs to be stirred out of the mouth of a donkey. Oh, I'm not calling you a donkey. I'm a, Out of the mouth of a person. The donkey's Old Testament, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you don't know what that's about, you need to read the <laughs> Old Testament too. So here, here we are in America, 2023. I, I watched a video clip the other day of something that was going on at Duke University in the United Methodist Church Chapel. Yes. And I would show it this morning, except, I don't know if you'd bar for cry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's the worst video that I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Chapel. Chapel. C-H-A-P-E-L. Mm-hmm. There is a young graduate student in seminary that's going to do the chapel that morning to about a hundred people. They only had about a hundred chairs. Had a hundred people. Everybody was there. And they were so happy, clappy to be there today. And this is exactly what she said starting out the message. And I'm going to say it. But I'm going to tell you, mm-hmm. there's a disclaimer here. Mm-hmm. To praise the holy queer one of heaven. Mm-hmm. You almost need CPR after that one, I know. I'm sorry, but I, I have to tell you these things. Yeah. That, that is so, there's not a word that can describe it. I can pull every word out of the English language and, you know, Power inject them through an air gun. Yeah. That is so far, so far removed from the possibilities or the thoughts of our minds that somebody would be so despicable as to call God that.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't try to make God in your own image. Right. That's a false God from the pit of hell. That's Right. The Holy One is worthy of all praise and glory and honor. And if you can't praise Him like He deserves to be praised, don't even try. If you want to start your own fanatical religious cult or whatever you want to do, go ahead. Just don't blame it on the Holy Father. The real Holy One. Folks, it's a time as Christians we need to know what's going on so that we can stand up. We need discernment by the Spirit of God living within us. We need to be strong in the Lord and the power of His mind on a daily ongoing basis. We need the ingredients of the Holy Ghost. Yes. Taking the Word of God, making it alive and bringing it to us. Serving it to us so that we can what? Multiply it through meditation and serve it to somebody else and somebody else and somebody else.
1: Yes.
0: Don't ever think that sowing a seed or watering a seed that's been planted in somebody by the word of God is anything trivial because it's powerful and it works and it'll eat the insides out of a person that's trying to go to hell and it'll bring them into the righteousness level of Jesus Christ that's our mission and because people have fallen away from that and because the church has lost its influence and its prominence And here's the opposite of that. There have been more archaeological discoveries in the last few decades than all the years put before that actually prove the Bible is the Bible and it's accurate, it's true historically. And it's hard for any skeptic to deny that. They may not say, agree that it's inspired, but they'll say, well, it's a very important uh, historical, uh, uh, historical Bible and record of history, you know. Yeah, well, if it is, guess maybe what else does it say that you might need to realize? What else does it say that might bring you or your loved ones or somebody else away from the pit of hell into the significance of walking in the kingdom of God here and later? The Bible says that once you're born again, you pass from death into life, from darkness into light, And you don't wait till you get up to heaven because if you're not born again before you get there, you're not gonna get there. Forget what the Freemasonry Encyclopedia says, to be born again once you're dead. There's all kinds of cults out there. There's all kinds of ideas and thoughts. The Bible is the word of the living God. And we must hold it dear to our hearts. We must wake up in the morning reading the word. We must go to sleep at night thinking about the Word and reading it. I just told something about your brother a while ago, <laughs> BJ. <laughs> uh, he woke me up at 1230 in the morning. Well, I really wasn't asleep yet. I was just laid down on bed getting ready to go to sleep. And I love that. I love it. Because he's out telling some guys about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he's, in his attempt, he needs a little help. I said, and this is what I finally. I said, look, make an appointment. We'll do it together. We'll meet together and bring however many you want. We'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not intimidated because somebody's lost.
1: Right.
0: Why? I once was lost, but now I'm found. Was blind, but now I see. Oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good. Oh, praise God. Well, I need to get on some of the scripture here because the guys in the back are ready. They've done their job on their computers. Uh, Romans 12, 1. This is a verse that we reference quite a bit around here. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, In view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is true worship. You want to know what true worship is? Offer your body a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. What's a pattern? Everything is made off of that pattern. That's the world world worldview. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. By the way, there's a church in Tulsa named Transformation Church. Don't go there. Mm -hmm. You're wasting your time, your effort. I'm tired of being a nice guy Mm -hmm. to the devil. Some of the things that people say, well, you know, if I'd been there with God when he was making genders, I don't know, you know, I feel you, I I, I may have said, you know, maybe more than two, you know? I won't tell you the rest of it. That's in Oklahoma, by the way. I think Tulsa's in Oklahoma, isn't it? Or has it moved over to Arkansas yet? (laughs) I'm not apologizing, by the way, for saying that. Um, He says, be transformed with the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. It's good, pleasing, and perfect will. We talk about that being a progression. But it also says that you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. How can you test and approve what God's will is unless you're in the Word?
2: You can't. Yeah.
0: It takes the Word of God to be able to give you the opportunity to test and approve what God's will is. And that's what we need to do. And as we grab that and read the Word and meditate on it in the Holy Spirit, then guess what? It will do the work in us that we need to be done. I get admonished every week when I do sermon notes. Because the Word of God is there. And I'm thinking... I need to do that. I don't need to do that. I need to improve on that. I could do better than that. What else could I do about that? It's, it's just like, oh my gosh, there's so many possibilities. Hebrews 4, eight, And I know I've already quoted 12 and 13, but I'll go back up a little bit. Hebrews four eight. For if Joshua had given them rest, talking about the Hebrews, uh, Israelites in the um, the desert, getting ready to go to the promised land, or maybe just right after they're in the promised land, because it obviously that Joshua didn't let them rest. <clears throat> <clears throat> Moving right along, <laughs> God would not have spoken about it. Later in another day, there remains then a Sabbath rest for the people of God. He didn't say a Sabbath. He said a Sabbath rest. There's a difference. Jesus has been made our Sabbath, and we rest in him. Verse 10, for those who enter God's rest also rest from their own work. You enter into the rest of Jesus, you get out of doctrines of work for the sake of work. Your heart changes. You do it because you want to for those who enter God's rest also rest from their own work just as God did from his let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one will perish by following their example of disobedience Joshua led people in and there were people that disobeyed and they perished And there are people today in this country, in this state that are perishing because they're disobedient. And they've rested in their own selves rather than the things of God. You need to let that one stew a little bit. That's really a good message. I don't rest in Dan's works. Yeah i rest in god's works with an, a sense of accomplishment with a sense of pleasing my father with a sense of helping to transform another life with maybe picking somebody's day up or somebody you know giving somebody something or whatever there's so many ways there's so many ways to touch another person's life and then it goes to what we've already read before. For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare oh, before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Amen. And then 2 Timothy 4, we're going to go back to verse 1. In the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who will judge the living and the dead, in other words, those in and out of Christ, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I give you this charge. Preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season. Correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction. If you don't know what to say, admit it and say, I'll get you the answer. Yes. It's an opportunity to talk to him again.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm going to bring that back to you. When can we meet again? Yeah. Can I buy you a coffee or can I buy you a sandwich or something? You know, your house or mine. Whatever. For the time will come, verse 3, when people will not put up with sound doctrine. For the time will come. When people will not put up with sound doctrine doctrine right. they're making their own doctrine up yeah. they're they're making their own version of the bible mm-hmm. i understand that ai is going to come out with a, a gender neutral bible or some kind of excuse me crap instead to suit their own desires they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what they're itching ears want to hear and uh, in other words they'll seek out what they want to hear and, and they'll go here or they'll go there oh I'm going to go over there because he, they're always so happy in, in everything well there's nothing wrong with being happy as long as it comes from a spirit of joy not because you're doing something of the flesh joy is an, an internal force of the Holy Spirit Laughter is (laughs) and makes me feel real good. So give me another drink or shoot me another whatever and all that kind of stuff. Verse 4 They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. There are many genders, there's over a hundred genders. And you can be whatever you want to be, gender wise. And they're lying to children. They're doing unthinkable things to them and telling them, well, you can be a boy or girl, either one. Just whatever you want to be. No, God's glory is revealed through real manhood and real femininity. That's His glory, it's His purpose, it's His plan. You were born that way. Just as you were born that way racially, it's another way that God glorifies himself because everybody doesn't look the same, praise God. Right. Right. What if everybody looked like Pastor Kelly? Wouldn't that be something?
1: <laughs>
0: <Woo>! <laughs> I better be careful. He may start me picking on me when he has the mic. He doesn't well, I didn't sure say, uh-oh, what's he saying? <laughs> Uh-huh, y'all make note of that. <laughs> Send it to me. He knows I've already said that about me, so he can't say anything. Well, he might not. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths. We have myths going out all over the place today. <laughs> you could be whatever gender you want to be or make up your own. i tell you what they're trying to do. They're trying to make everybody asexual. I want everybody to look the same. Everybody be the same. That's right. But you, but you but you keep your head in all situations. Endure hardship. Sometimes hardship is not just physical. Sometimes it's solical. Sometimes it's hard emotionally. Sometimes it's hard to get it through your mind, just what I just shared a few minutes ago. That somebody would even say that, much less be a graduate student in a school of theology. Right. That is not theology. Right. That's Satanism. Yes, it is. Do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry.
1: Yeah.
0: Discharge all the duties of your ministry. Whatever God has called you to do, be that. And be it with glory and with his empowerment. And and don't back off that. Don't be ashamed of that. Don't be intimidated by the enemy. My Bible says God's not giving you a spirit of fear, but in other translations, you'll see it's not a spirit of timidity.
1: That's
0: what it really means. Mm -hmm. Don't be timid. Mm -hmm. Do what you have to do when you have to do it. Share the truth. Praise God. John chapter 1 in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God He was God in the beginning God encapsulated for a body for Jesus who is God we're going to Share on the Trinity in a few weeks. It's on my list somewhere. But God is three persons in one being. And last week, part of the, if you weren't here, be sure and listen to the message. Isaiah 40, when he made the heavens, stretched out the heavens yes. with his arm. Yeah. You know, Isaiah 53 says, To whom has the arm of the Lord be, been revealed? It's His power. Yeah. If, if God had biceps, they'd psh, yeah. go to the moon. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then some. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so important that we take the opportunity to realize that the word was encapsulated in flesh. For us, for Jesus to come here, born of a virgin. To crush the head of the serpent. I love that song, Eden, by Ben Hastings. Crush his head. All he did was bruise your heel. (laughs) You crushed his head. Wake up, church. The demon's head has been crushed. Amen. Yeah, he's just limping along with a squashed head. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And and praise God, we have to bring forth the enforcement. Mm
1: -hmm. Amen.
0: The word of God out of our mouth, out of our lips. Yes. Well, you can't say all that I can say the word of God. Because I am a preacher just like you are. I'm a minister. I'm a minister of reconciliation. There's no such thing as laity. Right. (laughs) Only clergy. (laughs) You are anointed. You are anointed. Amen. Praise God. Uh, Two Timothy, oh, excuse me, I'm in John 1. Um, through him, verse 3, through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. That's the life of God, Zoe. And that Zoe life was the light of all people. When your life of Jesus shines through you, it becomes an entrance into the souls of other people because the light of God is encapsulated in the life of God. I wonder, a guy called me years ago, been with me the night before in a big group that we had, called me the next day and he said, I gave my life to Jesus Christ on I was 16 years of age, but I need to know the same Jesus you know that was not because of my intelligence or my good looks or whatever that was because of the holy spirit living in me and i i didn't think anything about it i just being me you know and here's somebody that was in a church not exactly biblical church I won't mention the denomination because they do some good things too. But their salvation is a little different. It's not biblical. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. The darkness doesn't comprehend it. The darkness can do nothing from the light except flee. And you let your light shine, darkness will be running in high gear away from you remember the story I've told before about having about a dozen kids out on the beach at a lake where I lived in Texas I'm sharing the gospel with them here comes this guy driving in and hopped up souped up lifted up pickup truck <laughs> goes over here and parks the distance from us All these kids are kind of looking funny and kind of cringing I said what's wrong with y'all that, that, that guy he's, he's bad he's, he's bad trouble and he starts walking right to us I just lift my hands and say, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord Jesus. He stops, turns around, goes back, gets in his truck and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. Praise stills the enemy. Or another translation, praise paralyzes the enemy. The enemy cannot penetrate the light. (laughs) It can't. When these lights come on, this room... It's no longer dark. Yes. It's it's undark. <laughs> it's light. Amen. And the dark can't do anything about it. Amen. We can switch the it's we, we we can switch it off. We can turn our light off. Or we can let it shine. The word verse 14. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father full of grace and truth. I think I'm going to run over that verse for next week. And I'm going to go down here to the one I inserted this morning. 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 first Corinthians chapter 4 verse 18 some of you have been arrogant not the people from tomorrow the people that are on YouTube as if I were not coming to you but I will come to you very soon if the Lord is willing and then I will find out not only how these arrogant people are talking but what power they have. This is from my dream. The arrogant people, they're blowing hot air. They don't have any power, they just sound powerful. It's deceitful. Verse 20, key verse. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Now understand that the word of God is powerful. So we're not just talking when we give the word. Because the word of God is powerful. The kingdom of God is powerful. And we're not just talking about this or that or whatever. We're sharing the love and life of Jesus Christ. Now, there's nothing wrong with talking to somebody and kind of, you know, breaking break the ice, so to speak. In fact, that's good. Build a re- little relationship with them and then, boom, give them the truth. in love. This is so, so important. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk but of power. What do you prefer? Shall I come to you with a rod of discipline or shall I come in love and a gentle spirit? You know, we can stand out, we can tell everybody we're going to hell. And it's true. Yeah. But it's probably not ministered in the spirit of love.
1: It's not bad, not bad.
0: We can love everybody, what the world calls love, and talk to them all day long. But if we're not involved in giving them the truth, we don't love them. This is a double-sided coin. Give you that coin, love on one side, truth on the other. If you really love somebody, you will give them the truth. As hard as it might be. You don't have to slam them. It's good news. The gospel is good news. It's good to share the news. People want good news. What is the good news? I don't have to be poor anymore. I have to be sick anymore. I have to be lazy and crazy anymore. I don't have to be filled with myself anymore. I can be different. I can be transformed. I can be a new creation. I can be led of the Spirit. I can walk with God, talk with God. He will walk and talk with me. Those are the things. The gospel is the good news of salvation to everyone who will believe it. How how are they going to believe it if they don't hear it? How are they going to hear it if somebody doesn't preach it to them? How are they going to preach it if you don't tell them? If you see evangelism as something you have to do because it's necessary, forget it. See evangelism as I like this and it's needed. Mm -hmm. And I don't care if it's a little inconvenient for me or makes me feel a little uh, different, that's okay because I know there's a breakthrough to happen. And that person may not get saved, and the next one may not get saved, and the next one, and the next one, the next one, the next one, that you see, but you're planting a seed. You're watering a seed that's already been planted. And sooner down here, you're going to find one that's ready to be harvested. And then guess what? It's your baby. Let's get them discipled. Thank you for your enthusiasm. (laughs) See, if the church gets the worldview of the Bible, the church will be different, transformed, empowered. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Now, we've talked a lot about the word, and the word is a release of the gospel. It's also a release of to the three things that have full dominant powering over anything and everything. The word, the name, the blood. And it's all by the spirit. Mm-hmm. So see all these different things work. We had songs that I picked with a little more emphasis on the spirit today. Mm-hmm. Because he induces us with power from on high. I've got so many languages now. I just want to exercise them. Yep. I just want to use them. Because yep. it's secret between the Lord and me. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's one guy on the internet that goes, that's just a bunch of gibberish. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be a biblical scholar. He needs to read 1 Corinthians 14. Mm-hmm. When went to praise in tongues. He speaks mysteries to yes, God.
1: Yes, yes, yes.
0: You can't understand me. Na, 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 na. Not to. Between my father and me. Empowerment of the spirit. Anointing. Endowment. He gives me the ability to be strong. He gives me the ability to walk through all the temptations. He gives me the ability to get away and flee from the wrong things. And to embrace the love of Jesus and be embraced. Holy Spirit does that. I'm in love. And my Savior is so much more worthy of love than what I can ever express. But that doesn't mean I'm not trying. Doesn't mean I'm not working. Or doesn't mean I'm I'm not talking to him all the time. The sons of God will be led by the spirit of yes. God. Amen. Yes. That's lifestyle. Yes. That's not mm-hmm. at eight o'clock in the morning, eight o'clock at night.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not even Dr. Pepper time, two, 10, two and four. Right. Some of you remember that. It's like all the time, be in a prayer of attitude, an attitude of prayer all the time. Yes. Just, you know, I love when people say, "Pray for me," and I say, "Okay, let's do it." Now, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't want to forget that. Right. You know, I want to do it now, and I can pray with you, and maybe there's some things that the Holy Spirit will release that you hadn't thought about before. For yourself or for somebody else that you've asked in prayer for. That's what we need to do. We need to be able to drop what we're doing and realize how important prayer is for somebody's life and well-being. And take a, a partnership in that situation and believe God with them. Release our faith with them. That is such a privilege. Well, all I can do is pray. Oh, my gosh. Woo! The devil just heard you. Yeah. I can see him going pitter patter pitter patter pitter better. They can't run fast enough. Yep. Ah, glory to God. Mm-hmm. Glory to God.
2: Thank you, Father.
0: Well, oh, I've got some good stuff here left yet. I want to read the Phillips translation. That was in my study Bible notes. This is an expanded translation. Some of you have apparently grown conceited since I did not visit you. Where's the Apostle Paul? He's supposed to have been here last month. But please God, it will not be long before I do come to you in person. Then I will be able to see what power, apart from their words, these pretentious ones among you really possess. They've got some progressives in the church, evidently. Well, for the kingdom of God, stay with me on this. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of spate, S P A T E, mm-hmm. of words, but the power of Christian living. Yes. Yeah. Spate, let me define it for you, as I have for myself. Mm-hmm. The kingdom of God is not a matter of a large number of similar things or events appearing or occurring in quick succession. Okay? Spate means a large number of similar things or events appearing or occurring in a quick succession. It's like an overflowing river. It rained or the snow melted in the mountains. And here comes this... If I could use the word tsunami. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of a tsunami of words, okay. but the power of Christian living. Are you getting this? Okay. This progressive stuff has come into the churches. And it's coming in like a tidal wave mm-hmm. full of bullcorn.
1: Yeah.
0: You thought I was gonna say something else, but I didn't. <laughs> That's what we have as an enemy. It's the Trojan horse yes. in the church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it doesn't belong in the church. It needs to be cast out of the church. Those people need to be they need to repent mm-hmm. and to be saved. Mm-hmm. And maybe some of them have a good heart. They just are stupid. Yeah. Excuse me, ignorant. <laughs> ignorant means they don't know. Stupid means they're just flat dumb.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not trying to anyway. Not gonna make any excuses. Anybody that calls God what that one woman called him, that's mm-hmm. that's worse than ignorance and stupidity and
1: yeah.
0: dumb A and everything else. Now it's up to you to choose. Yeah. Shall I come to you ready to chastise you or in love and gentleness? Yeah. Hmm. There's a lot of people. They say they're going to church and they need chastisement, mm-hmm. and a lot of a lot of pastors that need to step out of the pulpit
1: because
0: mm. they're full of bullcorn. And so many of these guys have changed their message to appease numbers. Yeah. Yes. Now it's obvious we don't have forty thousand people here,
1: mm-hmm. but we should. Mm-hmm.
0: Not yet, she says.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right.
0: This is truth and it's being ministered to love. We have an opportunity to take the gates of hell and to knock them over and overrun them with our own tsunami. The word, the blood, the name Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit. The gospel is the power. And when we try to minimize the truth of the gospel, we're not loving anybody. If we love them, we'll bring forth the insistence of the gospel, that message. Mm-hmm. God's got you at the right place right now.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Bright shining as the sun. In that place, and he's got the rest of you in a place too. Mm-hmm. You can do something other than just be a lump on the seat. Well, I'm retired. Good, praise God. You can spend all day then
1: sharing. Yeah. The That's not what I meant. Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> Glory to God. I'm gonna wrap up. Anybody else got an excuse? Okay. And, and this is. Uh, Kind of an encapsulation. And I don't know, I may, I may share something else next week. I, I'm not really sure. Let the Holy Spirit tell me. But this is what we see with the culmination of the gospel. You have your Bible or your little thing like Kelly has. Go to Revelation. Revelation, Revelation.
2: 19.
0: The ultimate power is all gods. Amen. Revelation nineteen eleven. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called faithful and true. Mm-hmm. Praise Jesus. Yeah. With justice. You want justice? He is justice.
1: That's exactly right.
0: He judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire. Mm -hmm. And his head, on his head, are many crowns. Mm -hmm. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. That's his own blood, by the way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And his name is the Word of God. Yeah. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the wine press of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. Mm -hmm. On his robe and on his thigh, he has this name written. King of kings, Lord of lords. Just stand up and praise Jesus. King of kings, Lord of lords. The faithful and true one. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Praise Him. Glory to God. Oh, Holy One of Israel. Praise God. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Faithful and true. King of kings. Lord of lords. All glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. God. Amen. Amen. Please be seated, Pastor Kelly.
1: Hallelujah. It's all yours. Praise the Lord.
0: Not too bad without having any notes.
2: (laughs) Thank (laughs) Thank you, Lord. That's what happens. Hallelujah, when we allow the Holy Spirit to do a mighty work. Hallelujah, sometimes we lose our notes, but then the Holy Ghost says, I'll help you there. (laughs) That's happened to me quite a few times. (laughs) Oh, especially when you got little fifth and sixth graders and they're staring at you like, what's next? I could help you. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, <laughs> Holy Ghost, come on in. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, Father. You're worthy of honor, worthy of blessing, Lord. You are glorious. You are King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can never praise uh, uh, God enough. Amen could never stop praising the Lord some people say "When are we going to be done with this oh heaven's gonna be a most exciting experience full of praise and honor and glory hallelujah <laughs> praise and glory to the Lamb of God he is worthy of blessing and honor hallelujah yes And again, we bless and glorify the Lord. He is awesome and marvelous. None like him. Hallelujah. You know, that's going to go on and on and on. And yet we're going to be doing mighty works for the Lord as we're doing that. Hallelujah. It's going to be an eternal bliss. Hallelujah. Full of awesomeness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No, no cloud riding, you know, with playing of harps and shooting little arrows down upon people on the earth, ca- causing them to fall in love. Oh my, no, no, no. It's going to be something very different than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God and his people doing my- the mightiest things you can ever imagine. Forever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Ha! Huh.
0: <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Monica, did you come up? Money, would not you come too, please?
1: <clears throat>
0: I actually had something in my notes at the first, so I want to make sure we do this before we leave today. Ladies and gentlemen, the number one children's director in America, yes. Yes. <clears throat> <laughs> with valuable asset. stretch your arms towards them, please father in the name of jesus we thank you lord god for these ladies thank you that you fill them continually with your spirit you lead them by your spirit and you show them by your spirit the things to be involved in and the things not to that they have the anointing to reach children, not only on Sunday mornings, but all during the week, praise God. And we thank you, Father God, for enhancing the anointing in their lives, giving the words to speak in due season, prepare their tongues as a pen of a ready writer to speak the very oracles of God that our little ones are taken care of and our little ones are catapulted into the next dimension that you have for them. I know of no place better than to be right here as a child. And in the name of Jesus, we give you, Father, all the glory, praise, and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah.
2: Hallelujah.
0: That was a Holy Ghost unction
2: right there. Hallelujah. (laughs) I love this church, how we can flow with him. Hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, it's awesome to be here. (laughs) <laughs> it is. Hallelujah. Uh, once a month we um, uh, bring up um, missions in this church. We believe in missions. We believe in, in uh, uh, pouring into others from other places. Yes? Hallelujah. And if it's in your heart to, to give each month to our missions outreaches, just let us know. Just write out Check or however way you're going to do that, and uh, we will send it where it needs to go. Amen. This month is, is uh, Kenya. Everyone say Kenya. Yeah. Okay. And in Kenya, of course, we uh, help uh, Pastor Moses. I think his last name was Wasanga. Wasanga. Mm-hmm. Everyone say Moses Wasanga. Moses yeah, there he is right there. Yeah. Father, we pray over Pastor Moses and his family and his congregations, Father, that you, O Lord, will do great and mighty works, that the power of God that we've been hearing through Pastor Dan, hallelujah, that it goes forth and it is also affecting those people over there, and that there is great and mighty results coming forth. A great part of the kingdom of God is being uh, intensified and being armed and ready to go forth, and we just thank you for the results of it in jesus name amen Amen. hallelujah and uh, i just i just was looking at some things regarding kenya they're really having a hard time with fraudulent or fake pastors and false prophets um they're right now the whole nation is in a stir because a pastor of a uh, of a church okay he has he's an end times pastor And he has been telling his congregation that they need to fast uh, to the point of starving to death so they can get to heaven and hundreds of bodies have been found, okay? The authorities have come in and they are finding these uh, emaciated children and older people and they are totally listening to what he has to say and they found him as well in a very sad state and uh, they, they're they having a hard time with this and so we want to be praying that the truth be, ex- be uh, released, that darkness be exposed and so that the truth, wins hallelujah in the end amen Jesus is Lord over everyone hallelujah Amen, hallelujah. So be praying for uh, Pastor Moses that he stays in the, the truth of the living God, that he will not be moved one way or another uh, by the, the latest fads or whatever that come across, spiritually speaking, but he, like in Ephesians 4, they are, they're going to be uh, strong in the Lord and the power of his might, and they're going to not be moved Okay, when things come and it looks like uh, that's the greatest thing yet. Okay, we stick with the word. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, I, w- I want to remind you today, okay, that when we give, we want to give, you know, either through text messaging or you give through online or you give, uh, uh, we have the envelopes there in the back to be able to um, give. Uh, God's word tells us to give and it will be given What? Back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and what? Running over, okay? God will bless that, hallelujah. Look at your neighbor and say, God blesses giving. Absolutely, he does, hallelujah, hallelujah. So uh, another announcement is on Wednesdays, we're continuing with week five, uh, of the awe of God book. So uh, understand we're going into week number five. It's been a most rich uh, study, and uh, we're just learning so much about what it means to uh, have a healthy fear of God. Amen? Hallelujah. The snacks are at 645, and then study starts at seven. Okay, stand please, everybody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good and everything that he does is good. That's the word. Hallelujah. And so Father, we thank you for today. We thank you. We have seen your goodness in so many capacities. We've seen how uh, awesome you are, and, and you are good in all that you do, and everything that is from you is good. Help us to see your goodness in its fullness, Lord. Hallelujah, to embrace what it means to walk in your goodness. Hallelujah, walk in your fullness in Jesus' name. Now, we thank you that you take us from this place and that we are filled with your word, filled with your fullness. And that, Father, we go forth and we're able to release it as your Holy Spirit shows us. And we thank you right now that we are part of a mighty kingdom. Hallelujah, that is a conquering kingdom. And we win in the end. And so we just thank you for that victory victorious word in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said, amen. Go in the power and the grace of God. Amen.